Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. everybody welcome back to minecraft off the record for episode number eight we have another gigantic show for you guys we hope we had a wonderful week with the build off server the normal server just been a great week and but i gotta say that i am joe the widget wilson and joining me as always is the writer of the show extraordinaire mr fred woodley good evening joe and hello everybody hello chat room and i am Knocking Dan down to four chair because I felt like it. <laughs> and joining me as always is the man with the master pigtails, David Adams. Everybody loves the pigtails, don't they? Oh yeah, they're just sexy. And because <laughs> we have to say his name, Mr. Daniel Wilson. Wow, th this was the worst <laughs> intro I've had. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to go worse and worse I every so week. Uh, right now, my God! In a few episodes, you hear me saying, "And Dan, the beep 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 Wilson." <laughs> no, it, like next episode, he's gonna be introduced after the news. No. All right, we got some business. Fred, you want to get into that business for us today, buddy? Sure thing. First sponsor that we have tonight is Doghouse Systems, the makers of excellent gaming PCs, desktops, and laptops. And if you're in the market for a gaming PC, head on over to doghousesystems.com and use the code off the record, and they will double your memory for free. Our second sponsor is Tweaked Audio, and they are one of the best manufacturers of headphones in the world and i can speak that from personal experience i've used a lot of different brands of headphones and tweaked audio headphones are the only ones that i cannot manage to break and my job is very active where the headphone cord does get stuck on a lot of objects and i've yet to break a tweaked audio headset that's saying a lot with fred it, it really is <laughs> you have no idea other brands like the cheap nine dollar headsets that you could get at any drugstore they last me about a week before either a wire shorted out or completely exposed and the headset doesn't work anymore tweaked audio has a lot of varieties and a lot of different styles and there's bound to be one that suits you head on over to tweakedaudio.com and use the code off the record at checkout to save 30 percent on your order that's huge people <laughs> it really is on some of their more premier headsets, it can actually be a third off the price. I so can't wait to get my headset. I ordered a pair. They're on the way in the mail. I can't wait to get them. You're going to love them when they come. All right. Especially for you podcast listeners, those make a great tool. Especially when you're out and about. Great way to listen to the shows. Hint, hint. <laughs> All right. We have the pork chops and not painted cows of the show. 
Pistachios. Pistachios. Oh, I love pistachios. Pistachios. Oh, cocoa beans. And green gravy. What? Ew. <laughs> did, did Dr. Seuss come pass a visit? <laughs> the green gravies for the ham. I hungry. <laughs> so we had a week, guys, and but first, we had a little contest that we did. A very, very generous uh, listener donated a free copy of Minecraft for one of our listeners for free, a full PC and version. And Before we go into this, I would just love to say thank you so much for that, man. Really. We we're helping out a lot of people by getting them the game that they wish that they could have but don't have the money. Thank you. Contestants actually wrote in saying that they really they listen to the show and they really want a copy of Minecraft but cannot afford it right now. And they sent us in their their new or their their art. We did have one song that came in too late though. It came in at four thirty AM, which was four hours past deadline. Um, we did get it fruitful, and I did crack up listening to it. I'm actually going to be putting it at the end of the show, because it was that funny. You can't sing, but it was funny. Um, <laughs> so well, that's good to know that fruitful is not musically inclined. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit your day job. Oh, don't trust me, mistress. And barfing, he can sing better than me, but still. <laughs> so can cats in alleyways. Oh, it was great, yeah. But our winner actually came in for, with a, a piece of art he did through Photoshop that was kind of his version of the ultimate podcast. And for the life of me, I just forgot what the name of it was. It was something like um, Sky... Skycraftlow. Sky Skycraftlow, off the record. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done, sir. Congratulations, Day Day. You are our winner you will be getting your copy of Minecraft. The code will be coming to you in the email directly after this show. Also in the very, email, Day Day 8421. Well Congratulations, sir. And our runner-up was Shubu. Fantastic job. She did um, statues of all the hosts in Minecraft in 3D and filled my head with, with TNT, which put her in second place. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Very, very creative, Shubu. If we had two very copies, creative. Shubu, you would have won a second copy. With concerned, we only had one copy to give away. That copy went to Day Day. So congratulations, sir. And the stipulation is you have to play on our server. So go to MinecraftHealthRecord.com and look up the server tab and get in that information and get on the server. And say and thank again, you. We would love to thank Dustin C. for donating this copy of Minecraft. Do we have his in-game name? Uh, we just might. And cue the the corny music as we wait. I'm not gonna join it. What is this like? Just so you know. <laughs> no, actually, we do not. He just sent us an email as Dustin C. Dustin C. We thank you very much, sir. Is there anything we can do for you for your generous donation? Let us know. Also, but other than that, we have a show to do. And Fred, I want to know what your week was like, man. My week was busy. Because while a lot of people were busy playing on the current build-off server, I was getting the next one ready for this week's challenge. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be talking about what this week's challenge is in the Pixelated Genius. 
And we'll go over the winners of that, too. And we'll have a new contest we're doing that is based on the build-off server. And we will let, let you guys know about that as well in that segment. On the regular server side, though, I've been logging into my island on the nether in Mass Murdering Pikmin, which also supply me with a decent amount of pork. And gold. Don't forget the gold. I've been hoarding away the pork. <laughs> the gold, I just throw that down. I missed the it when they had... No! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you do that, Fred? Just so everybody knows, gold is a very... Most people who play Minecraft for like, who cares about gold? Well, in our server, that's a very valuable commodity. In most cases, more valuable than diamonds. Because it's used to buy everything on the server. In our shops, the admin shops, you name it. Yeah, you, we actually you giving it to me. We have stuff I need, I need to go into, but yeah, the gold is a rare commodity now, and it's getting rarer. Oh well, yeah, Dan, I I put the gold in the ideal location that I would like to see you retrieve it in the lava beneath my island. If you go in there, I'm sure it's down there. <laughs> so, Fred, did you what you anything on the server this week or? Yeah, I killed Pigman. <laughs> yeah, I got that. You know, they had, um, early in the beta, I think it was like 1.8, they had the Pigman drop cooked pork. Cooked pork yeah. chops. I missed that. That makes sense to wow. me. When they dropped that, it was just, it made perfect sense. <laughs> well, you know, true. we can because spawn, us admins can spawn Pigman if we shoot a pig with a lightning bolt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've done it. I've also done that for just to super to doing it, creating a super creeper. You shoot, oh, really? You shoot them with lightning bolt; they get electrically charged, and their blast is two or three times stronger. Yeah, oh, that's but hilarious. Then, but then the person can just hit them once, and they're dead. But they're still a super creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Are you missing the awesome here, or what? <laughs> It'd be awesome if they lived long enough to actually do some damage. Well, you heard just, it, Joe. We need to find a plug-in where the creepers can fly and have more health. Hmm. <laughs> I'll think about that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Dan wants. Maybe we can find yeah. creepers with arms that can wield weapons. Death from above? Oh, God. If y'all don't like that, you know what, Reg? Dan. Reg, there is a bucket plug-in that adds uh, this thing called a ghost creeper, which makes it... Yeah, just, we already have that. His name's Doug. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yeah, I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> <laughs> he he can spawn the creepers. He can blow things up. Doug wouldn't have liked it on this build-off server this week because there was no creatures around for him to be able to spawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doug was out was out too busy tormenting people on the other server to worry about the, the build-off. They were trying to get him though. They were building shrines to him. I noticed. Holy crud, I got, can't wait to talk about that when we go into that. Uh, anything else, Fred? Not that I can recall. I, I spent the majority of my time getting next week's up and running and also watching what people were building on this week's build-off server. <laughs> you know, I, I'm enjoying playing around with those admin powers that I don't normally have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did release the identity of our hidden admin. His name is Will. And I always forget the name. It's always such a stupid X. It's, it's XX. What is it? It's like X Spine something X. You know, I never see him on nowadays. He's always just well, creeping around. He told me he wanted to go and do 
spent a lot of his time over there at the build-off maintaining that. So we let him do that while... Oh, is it, was he? Yeah. That's when I talked to yeah, him. Yeah, Spine Striker. That dude's weird. <laughs> and we do have a temporary fourth admin server right now. He is on a trial yes! basis. Miser of Snow. Um, it was freaking people out. I remember when Dan came home after I just made him op. I, uh, he was out tormenting Dan by flying around him. Dan freaked out, took a screenshot, and sent it to me over Skype saying, I have proof he's, he, he's, he's cheating. He's cheating. Ban him. He's cheating. He <laughs> <laughs> freaked me out. I'm like, oh, God, we have a hacker. <laughs> uh, I have a lot to say. You want me to go ahead and go with that, guys? Or Yeah. No, what would you do this week, Dave? Oh, okay. I see how it is. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hey. No, I want to. I want to hear what Come Joe on, did man. first because yeah. I want to go right before Dan and make him, you know, put out hits on him. So, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Tell us what you did. My two-week-long project for the third dungeon on the server is complete, and it's amazing. It's called the City of the Damned. It's uh, Doug's home. <laughs> now, does Doug actually frequent there? I he is programmed <laughs> to be there periodically, but. There's just so much going on there that you wouldn't even tell the difference if he was there or not. I think we need to redo the code and get him to hang out there a little bit more often. Well, that would be kind of a pain in the butt. So far, <laughs> the furthest person, the first thing was made is easy. He's made it into room five, and there are thirteen rooms in total. Um, Miz went through and ran it, but he went through it as an op. He, he claims he was in in normal mode, but according to my notes, he was still in god mode. And he had tested every single one of those rooms, so he knew every one of them except for maybe three of them. So he doesn't count. His completion does not count. <laughs> and there's no way in the world anyone would beat that dungeon in an hour and 45 minutes. It's just not going to happen. It's like twice the difficulty of the pyramid. Oh, easy. Not Even. really, Joe. The last room is just a big empty room, and then Doug is programmed to be there all the time, <laughs> right? No, the last room is wicked. Wicked hard. Yeah. And... It is. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give it away too much. But let's just say that the, the it's one of those parkours that you have to deal with skeletons shooting at you at all times, as well as blazes. It's called the Damned, and in this room, not only that, is a 40 block drop down, and your the blocks you have to jump to are an average of three to four spaces, and they're panes of glass. <laughs> So it's like a half of a block width, and you have to jump to them. It's it's hard. I I tried it. I probably did it myself a good 60, 70 times and barely made it through. And at the end, there's a special surprise. Even then, that's not all. It's got a special surprise. <laughs> Let's just say that I did it as an admin, and I couldn't even do it. So <laughs> I commend y'all for being able to do some of these horrible, horrible things that Joe puts you through. <laughs> And I'd like to apologize formally to everyone on our server, because I can't even do that. Uh, some of the rooms are cool, Dave. Remember that one I showed you where... Oh, man, they're awesome. The pressure plate one? Yeah. All the way up? I have, Yeah, there's some rooms. The the, the I think the room that, that really PO'd Dave off the most when I showed him was the spider tree. Oh, my God. There's a room called the Spider Kingdom, and when you get to it, it's going to drive you mad. <laughs> it's going to make you so angry. <laughs> It just, it made me rage, like, for real. I just, I ended up, I was like, I just waited for Joe to get out of the damn room, and then I teleported to him, so I wasn't stuck in the, the maze anymore. Like, forget this. <laughs> so, 
we have like a, a difficulty setting, a, a difficulty rating for our dungeons. Like for instance, the labyrinth, if you want to call it a dungeon, would be a difficulty rating of about a four or five out of ten. The first uh, medieval dungeon is a six out of ten. The pyramid is more like an eight, between a seven and a half and an eight. The city of the damned is ranked is ranked at a nine point five to a ten out of ten. Oh, easy. I don't think I can get it any harder without making it impossible. That's why it took me two weeks to plan it and build it. It could make it just completely random. Well, that's <laughs> true, yeah. What I love is that Joe knows all the math to all these traps. He knows exactly what blocks are possible to jump. So mm-hmm. he builds things that nobody can actually complete, but they're theoretically completable. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, well, I can't do it, but I know it's possible. <laughs> hey, I make sure that I am able myself to complete each room before I do it. Fully tested. Yeah. I had even I had Miz with me a lot testing each room because he beat the other two in, the, in in record time and if he couldn't beat them then I knew they were not possible. And my theory was wrong, then I go back and change it to where it was possible. I figure out where the parts were wrong, fix them, and then it, once he was able to beat it once or twice, I knew that it was possible and we continue on. So they're all possible. It's just not, not easy. And I recommend bringing food with you. That's the only item oh, that's yeah. allowed in the City of the Damned is food. And once oh, you get... And anything mm-hmm. you find in there, use it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you if you kill a, a skeleton and it drops a bow and you have arrows from killing skeletons in there, use it. Definitely. Uh, use the zombie flesh for build-up health, you know? Um, there's tons... What makes it the, the City of the Damned so hard is not the challenges themselves... But the monsters that add to that challenge. There's a room called the Yellow Room. It's the I believe it's room number four. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's, four. it's got only a few simple jumps, but what makes it so hard is not only are you jumping forty five blocks above the ground in a building which has lava at the end of it, you have two skeleton spawners strategically placed that will spawn three to four skeletons when you enter that room and will shoot oh. you down. Oh, that ain't it. The room itself is so high up from the lava below that it's already dark. So I was watching people run through there. On top of the skeletons, it was dark enough to spawn creepers and spiders. (laughs) So it just had everything in there and a ton of enemies. It was crazy. Yeah, that's that's just kind of the staple um, of that dungeon is the enemies. There's only a few rooms that don't naturally spawn enemies. So the whole point of the City of the Damned, the secret to it, is to get through it fast. If you don't get through it fast, you're dead. So it's going to take repetitive over and over and over and over doing it before you can beat it. I used to be a game designer. That's what I, I love doing, is building those kind of levels, those challenges. So, And what I also did is I went through and built random islands. But I didn't make them floating islands, or I didn't just clear the ocean and make them underneath the ocean. I put actual items on the um, items, islands on the map. So they're on top of the water, like normal islands. I built a volcano. Yeah, volcano was cool. With smoke. <laughs> I built, me and Miz put together a mountain island that looks really awesome. And I put a whole bunch, whole, whole bunch of islands out. And I'm starting doing what Dave originally started doing a while back was um, hiding treasure throughout the map. So I started doing that. And they're hidden in caves and things of that nature that are not, like, unmarked places where you have to dig up and randomly find them. No, they're actually findable, but they're not easy to find. And they've got some great, great treasures in them. 
Okay, looks like I'm treasure hunting next time we get in the server. <laughs> also, um, we're on the, the build-off server. Make some maps. <laughs> I, I went to the build-off server and um, put myself in survival and ungodded myself and built my own haunted house in there. That was fun. Um, I didn't make it too extravagant. I only spent like six hours on it. So, But that was pretty much my week, guys. What about you, Dave? Oh. Oh, what, Fred? That was the other thing that I had to do because we were having an issue with the build-off server where people were spawning on top of the building and falling to their death. Yeah, I had to build a water pool all the way around the spawning area so when people land in there, they had a little waterfall they could ride down to the ground. Yeah. So you guys that. are making me go last? Hmm? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Well, we so, didn't uh, plan on asking what you did this thanks. week, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess it's my turn up to bat, and uh, I didn't do as much as y'all did this week, but what I did, I'm kind of proud of. Um, now, let's say, hypothetically, we play on a PvP server, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say, hypothetically, that... You've been tormenting everybody people... on server? Yeah, we know. Well, okay, <laughs> but people want to put out bounties on each other. Mm-hmm. So, I have made an official bounty board somewhere in the uh, medieval city. Probably under the, the my inn in the medieval city. And it might be um, called the Black Market. It might be. It, it, right. Now, it is called the Black Market. There, There's also um, posts on the wall, signs on the wall, which are shops that you can purchase things from that have... You know, items that you won't regularly find. Like, I'm selling diamonds there. I'm selling um, the ability to get creative mode for a day. And you can sell diamonds there, too. Yeah, you can sell diamonds. You can make some money. I even have a way for you, if you're really wanting to make money, if you want to sell gold apples to the shop, I'm buying gold apples for a reasonable price. You actually make two gold more than what it costs to make a golden apple. Right. So... I've looked at the prices of things and that you can actually, you can earn some good money if you want to play with the black market. But on top of that, if you really want to earn some money, the black market does include the bounty boards and the bounties work like this. Let's say you want to put a hit out on Dan, which I know everyone does. Um, since he's the leader of a guild, the cost would be 50 gold to put up for it. Let's say you hate him that much. When you put up the 50 gold, you get an item. His name goes on a bounty board. So people who want the bounty to see who, which bounty boards are up, just go to the black market, see whose names are on the bounty boards, and then they go around and kill the guy. Once they've killed the guy, they report back to you and say, hey, dude, I, I killed the, the guy that you have on the bounty board. So you hand him the item that I handed you earlier, and the guy who, who killed Dan, apart from being applauded for killing Dan goes back and trades in the item for the money, the 50 gold that you originally put down. So you can actually make a lot of money fast this way, and I'm going to be putting up a few random ones just out of the blue. So make sure that you step by and check out which items are in the, the black market and what bounties are up. Okay, this is perfect for what I'm about to talk about. Yeah, but yours, <laughs> why. yours though, I have a bone to pick with you, Dan. You were borderlining on grief. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, so what'd you do? 
Well, I established and formed the Assassin's Guild. And uh, we, just to get, our, get a feel at the whole thing, we put out two hits. Just for just this is for where the griefing went. I, I specifically told you that if someone, you know, paid you to do the hit, that's fine. But you chose them yeah. because someone was annoying you. That's griefing. I'm sorry, Sir <laughs> Tobin. You have my personal apologies. So Dan has an official. Um, he's going to have a. Sir Tobin will have a sponsored the money put up by the admins for the official <laughs> bounty board for Dan. But. <clears throat> and anyway. all gold that you put in the admin chest to donate to Dave also goes toward killing Dan. Oh, that's Continue. a good idea. Anyway, uh, so I went out and I tried to kill EY's and Sir Tobin. Anyway, I was trying to uh, complete these hits on Sir Tobin and EY's. It did not go as planned. They kind of pwned me. <laughs> really, really bad. <laughs> uh, I, I went after Eli's about five times, and he killed me all those five times until I finally... No, I still haven't completed that hit. I still need to kill Eli's. So, not only do you get killed by your older brother, but you also get killed by your younger brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> I tried to, I tried so, to kill Sir Tobin, and uh, I'm not sure about this Assassin's Guild thingy. I don't think it's going to pan out too well. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will get practice. I'm going to go check out that banning board, and we will have some practice. Okay, now, now with Sir Tobin, the the reason I finally got him is that uh, he was in the telesphere. And I had somebody tell me that through voice slash tell. Are you aware that so, one of the big PvP rules is that's a safe haven? Is that area? It is. Uh-huh. Uh, you griefer. <laughs> Disregard that last <laughs> statement. <laughs> anyway, I finally got Sir Tobin, and I was thinking, hey, Evice is with him. I might as well take care of him as well. No. Evice came, came up to me with this diamond sword and diamond armor, and hit me two or three times, and I was dead. <laughs> so what were you wearing? Like leather and a wooden sword? Chainmail, <laughs> iron sword, and a bow with three stacks of arrows. So you're trying to assassinate people, and you're not even wearing the best stuff available. Well, I can't seem to get my hands on diamonds for the likes of it. I mean, I go down and mine so much, but I can't find They are any for diamond. sale in the, the admin black market. You know that's because every time that you dig out your mind, as soon as you go offline, Dave goes back down there and fills it with more stone. So you're what? digging through. I, never... I've been wondering why it always looks the same. I, I do not <laughs> do that. <laughs> Often. <laughs> oh, Dave... Dave goes through with World Edit and does, you know, change all diamonds to stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would that would suck. That would be so mad. That's an idea. <laughs> cool, aren't you, Dan? Uh, but, yeah, that was basically, basically my week. <laughs> Red said, yeah, the assassinated guild. 
<laughs> uh, come on, bro. I, I wouldn't want to be in Dan's guild now with all the bounties that are going up. Yeah. We have we have a fortress that is impenetrable. Nobody will come to get us. Oh, another thing. Uh, I have recently changed my skin. My my friend Kamaru uh, made me a custom skin that I'm currently using. Uh, he put me in a assassin's suit, and I have a hood, sort of like with the Assassin's Creed lip and stuff, and I have an arrow on my back. And two daggers strapped to my legs. It's pretty cool. Dude, with the stories you just told us and the gear you were wearing, you need a hobo skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. My Little Pony Friendship Lasts Forever skin. <laughs> <laughs> you need a hobo skin, and we need to do a plug-in that adds a little bottle inside of a brown paper bag. Oh, oh that's it. Reggie just said in the chat room he needs a target skin. Can you imagine Dan walking around with a giant bullseye skin on him? <laughs> he needs to be completely white and have a red bullseye around his eye like the target dog. <laughs> no. Oh, um, I forgot to mention, no. we added the ability for Doug and Casper to appear randomly. Dude, that was cool. It actually uses that... Uh, that one we u- put in last week. Yeah, I, I, what's the name of that? The the uh, mob disguise. Yeah, that was so cool. It actually applied to them. They can they can uh they can use like commands randomly. I and think that's can, hilarious. And they can also disguise themselves as other players on the server. Dude, oh widget. <laughs> yes. Did I tell you that I saw uh Doug for the first time? We got an email actually. From oh not an email it was a uh, a Twitter from saying someone that someone saying that, that they saw Doug with you and you protected him. Yeah, that was me and uh, Warlock, my homie, and we were he was just digging and I was just playing playing around, just following him around, and out of freaking nowhere, dude, I swear Doug just popped in and was like he put down a block of uh, netherrack, mm-hmm. set it on fire and stuff, and like started spawning. Um, like creepers on the other side of the netherrack, like on my side. Now that may not be a big deal, but it is when you're in a one by one line. Doug's <laughs> evil. We getting... I am so freaking scared now. <laughs> he just like I never want this to happen. Well, I've heard people tell me that they freaked out seeing Casper or Doug pop out of nowhere. Um, Not only that, because we gave him access to mob disguise now, he's actually taking on player skin sometimes. Yeah, we got, I got a people couple reporting people saying that, a screenshot. Yeah, of me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't on. I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> uh, there was another one where somebody took a picture. It was disguised as Notch. <laughs> oh, you know what I have in, in the programming, though? Is he can do uh, Hero Brian. Yeah, I saw oh, him do that. My God. Yeah, I, I've had Hero Brian visit me before. Um, I have had Hero Brian visit me before. Yeah, and um, see the thing is though, is that Casper can can do if if they do animals at all, they can do like Casper will only do the the animals. Doug can appear as a creeper, zombie, that kind of thing. But pretty much, but the, the with the rotation, they have a higher chance of being themselves. Versus anything else, or uh, an admin, or another player. 
like you gotta you gotta watch out though. Like if it doesn't say anything, it's probably not an admin. <laughs> oh, I did program something into it. I did test and it worked. They can what? say one syllable each in chat. Oh yeah. Yes. Because I know we were having a problem with like uh, that line. Yeah. Of uh, words. Yeah, it was it was problematic at first, but then they it, they started working. I noticed it when I was on one day and I saw Casper say hi. Oh, oh yeah, he said hi. Oops, and he's asking in the chat room if you can kill the ghost. No, no, no you can't. You can't. No, they're them. already dead. They are actually. <laughs> they have actually. Um, they're on. They they're they're on god mode, so you can't. They have kill to them. be an admin to be able to fly. And even if the admins were to kill one of them, then they just respawn. They're just like any other mob in the game. Yeah, they can't kill them. But they are a fun tool on the server. And I get a kick out of listening to people's stories about them and the sighting emails we get. That kind of stuff is so awesome. <laughs> that scared the crap out of me <laughs> when he was, like, right in front of me. Oh, man. That Hi, was, Dave. That made my week. Yeah. Ah, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's thing is boo. He'll say boo in chat. Casper will say hi like that. <laughs> All in caps. What the hell? I know, uh... We got to get that thing to rework because I, I know Casper was setting down signs and writing high on it, mm. but we need to get that to work again. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Dan, what, is your, what do you guys think? What? Should we turn them on for this week on the build off? Uh, it might be appropriate <laughs> with the castles. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, let's turn them on. All right. I'll give you the new protocol so we can get everything in there. Okay. Yeah, because I still have the old versions in there right now. Um, Dan, you have a tip of the week, buddy. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, this isn't really a noob tip of the week. This is for hardcore players. First of all, when you're playing hardcore, always use trap or iron doors in building because zombies cannot break these down and they cannot get to you if you use iron doors or trap doors. Because if you use wooden doors, they will break through your door kill you, and destroy your world. <laughs> Mr. Slobo says, uh, Dan's tip of the week is don't be related to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good tip. And I've actually used Dan's tip on my hardcore playthrough. It's a good viable tip. If you don't have an iron door, use trapdoors. I would argue, though, it doesn't seem to be working out too poorly for EYs to be related to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Just for yeah, Dan. that's because Ewise is Joe's favorite. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he's coming down in a week to visit with me and Dan for a month. And he's been begging me to get on the show and guest. Is Ewise bigger than Dan? He's taller. Heavier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eli... Yes, I, I am the shortest of the three. Eli is taller than me. I don't care, He's though. taller than my dad. My dad's six foot two. Well, I'm just he wondering why six. Dan's out there picking fights with people that are bigger than him. <laughs> <laughs> I am 5'10", Kamaru. I'm your average Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we have a lot of them in the network now. <laughs> We're collecting I'm, I'm actually, I'm 6'2". And glad to be compensating. Yep, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Dave's, re- Dave's real name was Joe. We had to rename him. All right, before we actually, get out of topic here too much, guys, let's move on to the zombie's mouth, okay? <laughs>
Well, you heard it here. That's from the zombie's mouth. Oops. Um, most people are taller than Dan. Uh, most women are taller than Dan. I just remain silent, silent throughout the entire podcast now. You know why. Oh, going. oh my god. Uh, yeah, we are in the zombie's mouth, by the way. Um. Oh. <laughs> wow. I need, I need a minute. Keep on going. Oh my god. So, uh, we have a couple of news pieces. There wasn't too much news going on this week. Um. <laughs> I love Dan. He's so much fun to pick on. The first news story of the week is Minecraft Xbox Edition sells over 2 million, and the fixes are arriving soon. And that's right, Mahjong and 4J Studios Xbox 360 Edition of indie hit Minecraft recently sold more than 2 million units worldwide. Excellent, excellent for Xbox, that's brilliant. And that's it, which sells for 1600 Microsoft points, which is a stupid thing about Microsoft, or $20 in layman's terms. Did we kill Dave? No, I think he's still alive. I had to breathe. As popular as Minecraft has become on the 360, it shouldn't surprise anyone that many people have been requesting bug fixes and updates to the console ported sandbox blockbuster. Unfor- well, fortunately, actually, according to 4J Studios, fixes are on the way in approximately three weeks. So there you go, guys. If you're experiencing those bugs, you'll have your your. Hopefully, most of them will be taken care of within three weeks. They probably submitted the patch to fix them three weeks ago, yeah. and it's taken this long to get through Xbox. Get approved. Oh man, I think I killed the chat room and everybody with that one. Uh, <laughs> I can still I can still feel Dan glaring at me right now. <laughs> Do you have to look down to see it? <laughs> Friends, don't you start. <laughs> thought we were friends. Uh, oh, I, already have this, wow. I already have the name of this, this show, and I'm not going to tell Dan. Uh, <laughs> All right, gonna give, what's our next... Are you going to give Dan a lantern and have him stand in the front yard? <laughs> wow, that's just going too far, Fred. Maybe oh, like... Norm you don't hat. find this even a tiny bit funny? I find it a wee bit funny. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> you know what, guys? You know what? Hat. I think we should stop all this joking and be the bigger men. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just too much. I am face-palming so hard right now. That was, that was bad, Dave. That was bad. Uh, Fred, please, please move on to the next news item. <laughs> Okay, next up is that the Curse client is now including texture packs for Minecraft. In their recent beta build, you can download the Curse client, which is typically used for installing add-ons to games such as World of Warcraft and Rift, and now they've added Minecraft support to the beta build. Where, if you're a texture pack maker and you want to reach a larger audience with better organization... You can qualify for trying out this new system if you go to dev.bucket.org and upload the texture pack that you've created. It will appear on the test client for Curse. 
which will make it easier for people to find your texture pack. And when you update it, they'll be able to install the update automatically through the Curse Client. That that definitely works. Uh, we do have a snapshot update for you guys. And in the current snapshot, which is the beta version of what's going on right now, um, enchanting enchantment levels are slightly exp- uh, exponential again. It now takes 825 experience to reach level 30. Added Ender Portal frame to in creative inventory. Mm. Finally. So, Joe, that 825 experience to level 30, is that a buff or a nerf? That's a buff. When I would give people 10,000 experience, it would take them from level 1 to level 50. Put that in perspective. 10,000. So they reduced the amount of experience you need for every level. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, this is a buff. Okay, that's good. Um, tripwire is now activated by all entities, including arrows. <laughs> nice. That's That would make traps so much easier to make. Oh, dude, that's going to be cool. We could totally have a you know a bow and arrow dungeon. Oh, totally. I've already got ideas framing in my head for this. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe... You know somebody's going to build a test trap out in the middle of the world somewhere and some random cow's going to come by and set it off. <laughs> Blow like a big crater in the ground, a bunch of TNT under the dirt. Uh, the next item is the max distance has been increased to 40 blocks. I believe that's uh, viewing distance. Yes. Boats can accelerate to faster than previous speeds, which is good because they were slower than dirt. Boats are now easier to control. Something else that is awesome. Now when Dan and I are looking for a new place to build, he won't accidentally run into the continent and break his boat. This is going to be a huge patch when it comes out. I wonder when this patch is coming out. Uh, wooden pressure plates detect arrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd say that was awesome, but Notch, if you're listening, make it so we can put pressure plates on the sides of blocks as well. Oh, yeah. Because that would be cool. <clears throat> that would be awesome. Uh, string placed down has a smaller black frame unless a TNT leaves or pistons. Unless on TNT leaves or pistons. We haven't had a chance to play with string, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure what to make of that. I'm not either. A lot of smaller changes and fixes. Texture packs that are in folders and not in a zip file are recognized as a texture pack. Yay. That's a good change. That just Yeah, it just makes it easier, so that's good. I know when I downloaded my first texture pack, I unzipped it without realizing that I needed to keep it zipped and couldn't figure out why it wasn't working for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Texture pack image is displayed for folder-based texture packs. The player can now see the cracking effect on blocks when the other players mine blocks in multiplayer. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, bug fixes they're working on. Pressing F no longer reloads chunks. Fixed a bug when pistons pushed a wire. NPC villagers procreate again. <laughs> Gross. Bounce chunk of wow. Oh, that's wow. sick. You're gonna just walk into one of those little huts, and there's gonna be two NPCs just bouncing up and down in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just have to dump a bucket of lava in their house and leave. I don't. I really don't see how that could work. Have you seen the noses on those guys? Those aren't noses. They're like elves. Oh, okay. Right wow. All right. I, I don't know if we want to go into that. <laughs> Mining and ore now get. Mining ore give now three times less experience orbs. I guess you can get experience for mining now. Only yeah. on uh, or coal and diamond. Yay, welcome to World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Weather transitions are back. That's good. 
slime and and magma cube jumping animations have been fixed. Armor awesome. They won't get stuck in blocks anymore. <laughs> Armor and tool enchantments now show on multiplayer. The search function in the creative inventory now only activates within the search tab, meaning that the inventory key now allows you to exit the creative menu once again. And that is what we have in the news. Any comments on that, guys, before we move on? I'll take that as a no. We are moving on <laughs> to Creeper Corner. Huh? Who's there? Show yourself. Huh? Oh, well. And here we are in the Keeper Corner, your mods, texture packs, and maps for the game. Dan has a mod called 2D Minecraft. What do you got there, Dan? Well, the name says it all. Uh, with this mod, it allows you to, when you create a world, choose the world type of 2D Minecraft. And don't don't think that this would uh, make the game less, less uh, interesting. Because this makes it look... It's just so much fun. I've tried it. Uh, I actually have it on my current game. And I've tried it. it. Yes, it makes the game a little harder to get used to the mechanics all over again. Because it is just only too too wide. And I've tried opening doors on it. Which I think is kind of bugged, maybe. Be because whenever you try to do it... You can open the block, but I can't seem to like position my character to close it again. So there's a there's some things that need fixed, but it's still an amazing mod. Highly recommend it. I've actually been playing Minecraft in 3D lately, for as long as my eyes can handle it. I love it. Looking at the builds in 3D is so awesome. I never thought that Minecraft would look so good in a three in in a three D space like that. I mean, despite you know the actual in game three D, but on this 3D platform, my graphics card handles full 3D, and I recently got 3D graphics, so I decided to give it a shot, and it looks amazing. I Yeah, I have to say, I've heard a lot of people ask for better graphics in Minecraft. I've never heard of anybody asking for worse graphics. <laughs> Somebody made a mod, though, to put it in two dimension. <laughs> there you go. Uh, have you guys heard of Terraria? Yeah, not a fan. The game? It, it makes it look like ter Terraria, the whole 2D aspect, but it is in no way Terraria. It is a million times better. I haven't looked at any screenshots or anything, but just reading the name of it, I'm picturing Harvest Moon for Super Nintendo. <laughs> no, it, it, if you think it's like uh, Mario Brothers, like for the, the SNES plus Minecraft. Exactly. Or like a exactly. Paper Mario type game? Mm. Kinda, I guess. Terraria is awesome, dude. I love Terraria. I used to play it. They, they've stopped production on it, but I used to play it. Uh, I have a server mod for you guys. One we use quite often, and it's probably one of our most valuable server mods, period, is World Portal. And what, that, what this mod allows you to do is create portal points from one point to the next using a pressure plate, a button, or a lever. And once someone hits that lever, button, or pressure plate, you can take them to any point in your map, or the nether, or the end, or a completely different world altogether. We can link multiple worlds together. I've actually considered that doing that with our server is creating another world that they can go into from the main world. NASA's been trying to do that for years. 
So there are alternate <laughs> dimension, if you will. Oh my gosh. Inception inside of Minecraft. A world within a world. <laughs> Dude, this thing has saved our butts on this server. This is like the best mod ever. Mm -hmm. If we need to teach people about the server to get them around from one place to the other, it's totally it's totally Stargate, dude. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is kind of it does it is a little bit of a pain to set up portals, but not that bad. Um, myself and Dave are the ones that know how to do it, so we're the ones that set up the portals. It's just we try to limit how many portals we do on the server because if something goes wrong, like if um, then this new patch comes up and it breaks the server that we're using for the mods, people are not going to be able to get around at all. And when the new, when we get the new, the new server up and running, we have to go through and recreate every single portal. So we're, oh, we, we limit how many portals we do. That's why people don't get personal portals. It's not going to happen. That would be rough if our server ended up getting wiped. It's <laughs> not going to. I'm taking every precaution to, to prevent that right now. So if Minecraft actually does a patch that isn't compatible with the server, would we just keep running the old version? Um, probably. I think it would PO too many people. Um, I don't know. We'd have to talk to the community and see what they wanted to do. A lot of people have put hundreds of hours into that server, and I'm, I'm trying to yeah, avoid any problems with that. I'm just like, interested in the jungle biome with the cocoa plants they're talking about adding. Yeah. Well, they yeah. may add right into it regardless. I know what they did before... It's one thing that they might do is add these biomes outside the normal biomes. So you have to yeah, travel... Like anything that hasn't been discovered? Yeah, you have to, anything that has not been discovered yet will we'll make that change. And right now, according to what I've seen, only about 25% of our server has been discovered. Yeah, there's a ton of open land out there. Plus, if push comes to shove, we can always make an alternate exactly universe. Exactly what I was going to say, Dave. If push comes to shove, we can always make the alternate universe and have the portals between both worlds. Yeah, I don't now, see this server going down. Mm -mm. It's going to stay. Now, how how would that work, Joe? Would you basically just put another world folder inside the server? Yep, I create another world a world I create another world folder, rename it, and then I link the world portal to that world. Dan, what about that texture pack you have? Hello. It's called it's called Inspiration Pack. Sorry, I muted myself <laughs> by accident. And uh, what this is is another photorealistic texture pack. It's it basically takes all the textures and just makes them a lot more appealing and a lot more realistic. I just thought it looked really, really nice. That's what we have. So does it, does it basically just stick with the regular Minecraft look and just enhances it? Yeah, it just enhances it. Uh, when I saw this, it, the caption for it, it says, says that it's the inspiration pack for inspiring people to build more realistic looking buildings more what what you would say real world buildings so most of the blocks once you install it are recognizable to people that just play with the default pack yes oh, yeah. i i've got i got the link up in the notes so if you guys want to check out some pictures on it it's there it looks to me like it it's changed very minimally and like it maybe added a little bit more shading to things and yes, made it to think blocks flow together more, but it still looks nice. I think it looks oh, yeah. really nice. Is it just for block textures or does it update the animals and creatures as well? I'm not sure. I haven't really been able to play around with the it. The resolution yet. people in the chat room are asking what the resolution is. It's thirty two by thirty two. And so there's no one that does the yep. same thing as this, but it ups it to sixty four by sixty four instead. I see one that like that's very similar to this. It does it to sixty four 
All right. Hey, I'm sold. I see in the in the screenshots that it changes the bed to be blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our real pixelated genius. We have a lot to talk about. Real pixelated genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Excessive Use of Dynamite Man. I have a lot of dynamite. Yes, only you would place dynamite blocks around an entire mountain and blow it to high heaven. Only losers use pickaxes. You don't need a pickaxe. You don't need no stinking shovel. All you need is a shaft and a crap load of dynamite. Kablooey! And here we are on the Real Pigs Lady Genius. Your weekly build-off info and your YouTube videos of the week. And we have the winners for our weekly build-off. We had a haunted house build-off last week. It has it was a survival server. No monsters. And the reason we did no monsters for that was so people couldn't get those extra little goodies they wanted, like bones and webs and things like that, to make it more of a challenge. The winners of last week's build-off were in third our honorable mention goes to Barfing of the Buns. In third place was about 91 ninjas he had a fantastic house that had uh the end of it was fun was, was pretty fun he did a little basement that you had to find and get into it was a little puzzle area had a story base to it it was based off of, of skyrim and molag ball and when you get to the bottom it was molag ball's chamber with the whole iron cage it was very very creative you guys want to talk about that at all or yeah at, at the very end one the big thing that really got me was that out, right outside the cage, he totally had Molagball's, um, the the mace, just sitting on top of a, a table, just like in the quest in uh, in Skyrim. So I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> it was extremely creative. Marfin definitely put a lot of work into that. He he was online every time I popped in there. I think. Yeah. He, the reason he got that one mention was the fact that. It was a, a really, really good build. He put a lot of effort into it. It was very funny. It just didn't have that real haunted house feel, which is why it didn't really hit the top three. It was close. And our second and third place was actually tied. How it worked when we did voting is that when we took the server down the other night, me and Fred and Dan and Dave all went to the server, went to every building, wrote down individually our top three picks. And the person who had the most in each spot took the, the spots. Reg, uh, I already blew it there um ninja ninja and our number two spot our winner arjun were neck and neck two of them picked arjun for second place two of us picked ninja for second place so we had to do a tiebreaker and what broke it was what something that arjun did in his his little build um arjun had his initial house was very very cool and he built it to where it looked aged it was in the middle of the jungle and it looked like it was overgrown to the jungle um, in the bottom of it, in the basement, was an amazing skull. He built like this skull um, mouth of a cave in there, and it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But what threw us over the edge was the second story. We went around to both those two ninjas and Arjuns to see which one would push it over the top to give him second place versus third. And we went into Arjuns, we discovered the second story of his building that we didn't see before. And in there is what, what made us laugh. Who wants to talk about that? Yes, the top floor. Oh man, we 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 were really on edge about if ninety one ninjas or Origin would take it, and we got up to the top floor and we realized what he was going with. Yeah. the the top floor was Casper and Doug's bedroom, <laughs> yes. and 
I, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said something like on a sign. There was these three signs, and the first one says, Casper, if you ever, and the second sign was completely missing. And the third one says, you know, I will haunt you forever. Or I will or end like you that. or something like that. Yes. It, it, so Find it's like, Doug. <laughs> so it's like, what did he say? So it, it was amazing. I love it. And then, like, to top it off, to make it the, you know, the crown on top of everything, possibly literally, is that once we figured out that it was Casper and Doug's old house that he was going for, we recognized that the skull in the basement had Doug's red uh, nether rock cross on its forehead. Yeah. That was awesome. That was phenomenal. And our... That was amazing. Those two guys put a lot of time and effort into their builds, and it showed. And we got a little special treat for everybody we're going to talk about in a little bit. But our first place winner was a surprise to me. I had been logging into this, the build server periodically, checking on the bills, talking to people, and I noticed Reg, Regico, I can never say his name right, Regico, Regiq. I always call him Reg or Reggie. I've known him for a long time, and his house was like, I don't really see it as a haunted house, it's cool. But when we came back in that night, the whole thing had changed. It was a di- it, it was a different house, and what st- what stole this completely for everybody was the story he told within that house. Oh, definitely. Yes, I, I thought this story just made it completely over the top, and not a lot of people in that build out server had a story to go behind their building. I think the story made it creepy. It's what made it creepy. Yeah, it did. And the way he did the signs made it really creepy. But what really threw us all over the edge is that we were all four in the house at the same time, looking through it, commenting on it, loving what he was doing. I found a, a pressure plate that opened a door. When I fell down that door, everyone <laughs> followed behind me, and it was like this this water pathway that took us through kind of like a water slide. Right, but at this time, we had already <laughs> judged the houses, and we didn't know this was here. Right. We thought that the house was just what it was. And they were like, what's this? There's an extra room we didn't know about? Man, we hit the bottom. Everyone was like, oh my god. Oh my god, he wins. He wins. <laughs> before before we found this hidden basement area, I it was funny and ironic. I was commenting that I was kind of disappointed that he didn't have any hidden mechanics to go with this uh Haunted house because that's actually, what the, I the, feel the mechan- would go with the haunted house. Make it look like mechanics were not necessary. Mystery to it. What, what I was looking for was the haunted house. I wanted to be in a house that made me feel creeped out or look creepy. And it's hard to do when you're working with a game like Minecraft. But in yeah. my mind, Reg completely fit it, the bill on that. Yeah, he got it as close as you could possibly do in Minecraft. And the doorbell was cool. He had a doorbell that opened up a doorway that goes up into the house, but the basement is what really shocked us. It was at the end of the story, there was this giant guy on this uh, netherrack stone just staring at us. Man, that was... The story was creepy itself. It's like, she left. It's so cold. I remember what books were like. <laughs> it's like, when you finally get down there, you see this giant man, like a, a, a giant skeleton. zombie or skeleton. Thank you. And it was sitting on a chair. It's like, you know, don't leave me. It's just oh, so creepy. Just the way that it was all put together. It was perfect. With those giant jack-o'-lanterns for eyes. <laughs> yeah. It was the only thing that could have made that house better would have been if we would have turned mobs on and put up eggs so he could have put skeletons all through there. 
<laughs> so big congratulations to Reg for being our first build off winner. Um, Very well we done. Have, Defend that title. We have a full fifteen minute video that highlights the the server and the builds. Well, I thank everyone who participates. We'd like to see a lot more people participate in this, and we'll tell you why in a second. The new build-off is what, Fred? This week, we're doing the Castle Crafter Challenge, where we want you to log on to the build-off server and build the most amazing castle that you can build. Yes. Um, the mobs are turned on for the server this week. It's a full survival. Any castle type will work, but please stay with inside the spawn. If we can't find you, we can't judge it. Um, Two-man teams will be permitted for this week. It is a large build. However, the two-man teams will be graded more harshly than a one-man team. Name of both team members must be on the sign to qualify and must be in an obvious location for the judges. Yeah, definitely. And you can do more than one build per server, by the way, guys. You're not restricted to doing one build. As long as your name is on the build, it's, it qualifies to be judged. Fred, what about our little contest we're, going, we're doing with the weekly build-off? Well, I'm glad you asked, Joe, because I'm sure everybody's wondering... What does Reg and everybody else get for placing in this week's contest? And here's what we've decided. Every 12 weeks, every 12 weekly build-off challenges, we're going to put everybody's name into a hat. And the number of times your name is in that hat completely depends on how many times you've placed and what place you've gotten. Everybody that places, starting at the bottom, is going to get one entry, and then the next slot up is going to get two, and then three. What he means is third place gets one entry, second place gets two, first place gets three entries. And the more times you place, the more entries you get based on your position. Well, what I was kind of thinking is if we had an honorable mention slot, maybe we'll give them one entry that week since they were good enough to be mentioned. We could do that. We can give them one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was figuring. We'd start from the bottom and work our way up. And then if there's no honorable mention, then third place would be the one getting the one. However, at the end of the 12 weeks... We're going to pick a winner out of the hat. And that person is going to get a Quest Gaming Network t-shirt where they will get to pick the color and the size and we will have it shipped to you. And then for the next 12 weeks after that, we start all over. All the names that were in the hat get dumped and we start over. So right now, Reg has, what, three or four entries. Arjun has three. About Ninja has two. And Barfing has one. Yes. Okay. So the more times you're placed in the top three, you get more chances to win. So congratulations, guys. And we can't wait to see what you guys come up with this next build. I'm so excited to see the castle one. And I'd also like to mention, we're not just going to pick an honorable mention every week for the sake of doing it. But if we have somebody that really put a lot of effort in there and they didn't place in the top three, we might pick an honorable mention. All right. And on to our videos. The first video is called The Most Amazing Minecraft Creations of 2010. The World of Minecraft. And I gotta say that a lot of these builds were phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And I gotta say that the uh, the White House was probably one of my favorites. In much as I don't like Pokemon, the Charizard was actually extremely well done. I just, <laughs> I'm still flabbergasted that you don't like Pokemon. Well, after I, like I tell you, I said the story about having to sell Pokemon cards for 12 hours a day. Anyone would hate him at that point. But Joe, a giant Charizard in your backyard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you know, you just, you don't understand the awesome, and that's okay. We're not faulting <laughs> you for that. But it's okay. you gotta accept it. You just don't, 
You don't grasp the awesome on this one. People are asking in the chat room um, about the, the build-off. This week's build is in survival mode, not creative. Yeah, we're going to change it up a little bit, so there might be a creative one coming we up. We do have one coming up, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Shh, we're not ready. Watch it, Lizzie, so much fun. They're not ready. <laughs> and that video was done by Wrath Cinema, so check it out, guys. The thing that I really liked on that video was uh, the White House. So they made the White House inside of Minecraft, and it looked... They had every detail down to a T. It was amazing. Yo, Dave. Dave. What's up? You know where Joe's house is on our server? No. We, we <laughs> Well, we got to find it, and we got to go there and build a giant Pikachu in his backyard. <laughs> I don't think he'll get the joke. <laughs> what joke? That's the idol of awesomeness. Yeah, I don't think he'll get it. <laughs> number two video was picked for you guys as a good reference point. I mean, you'll never be able to build these kind of castles in one week on a create on a survival server. But the name of this video is Top Five Minecraft Creations Castles. The top five best castles that were submitted to this guy, and I gotta say, they were amazing. Wow, were they amazing! Some of these castles were phenomenal. I did a castle once that I was extremely proud of on the server I blew up. And I thought it was so cool, and I saw this video and I was like, oh man, I feel pathetic. TNT castles do not count, Joe. Yes, they do. <laughs> not when they blow up at the end. Fred, you know what I just server. noticed? We didn't have a weekly dedication video to Joe. No, Dan, that's because you dropped the ball this week, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I let you pick out the videos. Come on, man. We'll, we'll get two in there next week. Don't worry. The, it's, it, this is another Machinima video. So look it up, guys. Top five Minecraft creations, castles. And our third video. Dave, what do we got here? The third one's name is Minecraft. Redstone for dummies. A basic guide. And this one, it, it really is. It breaks down how to actually work with redstone. And is an excellent, excellent uh, guide. It's Probably one of the best out there on, on YouTube at the moment. This one's by Captain Sparkles with a Z. He's a very easy-speaking guy. He did a phenomenal job explaining all the basics of Redstone. So if you're really curious about how to do that, please look it up. Again, Minecraft Redstone for Dummies, a basic guide by Captain Sparkles with a Z. It's phenomenal. Uh, check it out, guys. And we're going to go ahead and move on to the block party, unless anyone else has anything to say. Just want to mention this Captain Sparkles guy is really good at what he does because this is the second time he's made it into Real Pixelated Genius. Yeah, he needs <laughs> to email us, get him on the show. Heck yeah! All right, guys, we're going to head and move on to the block party. It's a block party! That, that that 8-bit rave music. Here we are in the block party. Your emails, tweets, shoutouts, quest forum posts, and QGN news. And our first email of the day comes in to us from Fruple7, and he wrote, Hello, Dave, Joe, Dan, and Fred. Hi. Hi there. How hey, put me first. Yeah, no, no surprise there. Hey, how are y'all doing? <laughs> this week, my email is, What mob would you most want to take out of the game due to annoyance or just don't like it? Mine would be skeletons. I hate those things. Love the show, Fruitful Seven. Well, Fruitful, I love skeletons because they make my dungeons that more that much more difficult. 
Okay. What I would like taken out is Riggin Silverfish. Oh god, I yeah. Hate those guys. Me and with you too, Dan. Passion. Silverfish suck. Silverfish aren't that bad. You know what's the worst one is ghasts. I hate ghasts. <laughs> That's why I refuse to go into the nether. If you ever catch me on the server, guess where you're not going to find me? The nether. <laughs> ever. I love gas. But They're fun to pick out with my bow. As the overlord of the nether, I love the gas. It's those freaking pig pigmen that I want off my island. <laughs> they just come back, and they don't even want to fight. They just stand there. It's like Occupy Fred's Island. The majority of the people in the on the chat room have been saying spiders or cave spiders. Some said blazes. People were really hating blazes in my in my new dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Does Dan actually count as a mob? You know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Poor Dan has like this bullseye point on his forehead every episode. <laughs> Sooner or later, we're going to get him to download that skin. I will never download that skin. Ever. Never. <laughs> it would be used too much. Our second email, Dave. Second email is from Siggy. Hey guys, Siggy here, and I have noticed some things about the server, and I have a quick question. For some reason, every time I'm on the server, I'm either really getting really good response or major delay slash lag time. Is it my connection, computer, or the server itself? I've also been getting pretty good connection on the spawn area, but nowhere else. The second thing I wanted to say is that the server is like Fight Club. We're not supposed to tell people about it outside the server. Also, you do kinda have a Fight Club arena and a little Project Mayhem with the guilds. I was just thinking about that today. Now, are Dan and Shubu like Tyler and Marla? Haha, <laughs> thanks again for the great show. I hope to make another build on there soon. My kingdom save got wiped out, and I'm currently trying to rebuild it as best I can. Keep up the good work. And again, that's from Siggy. We call him Siggy. And I noticed in the chat room he's on right now, but he has his his name is, is Siggy as well. Uh, Siggy, Siggy, normally the server shows outstanding latency when I have it up. If there's any issues with the latency, I'll usually shut it down and restart it. But normally it's on the player's end is where the server, where the lag will come from. So if you're seeing that, lag issues, restart your computer and try again, and it, sh it, 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 it can clear that up. You gonna say something, Fred? I was just going to say that's terrible that his kingdom save got wiped out. Because remember, yeah, he's the one that you, wrote in last week asking what else he could add to it. Mm -hmm. Well, that does suck. Dan, Dan, you want to take the part and tell us about you and Chubu? Are you like Tyler and Marla? No, we are not. We're just friends. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> However, the whole thing about the server being like Fight Club, well, the reason why we don't like people to, to keep t to tell their friends, well, you can bring in some close friends to the server, that's fine. We had some issues, though, with outside people, like random, like, hey, I know this acquaintance, I'm bringing them in, one of them being severe griefers. That's what the problem yeah. is, is to get it. And the server was built for the fans of the show. You listen to our show, and you want to join us, you're, we're going to love having you. Come on in. That's why... The IP is public knowledge, but it's only you have to go to a specific place to find the IP, which is our website. And the only people who know about our website, in general speaking, are the fans of the show. So yep. we have outstanding fans, great fans. We love having them on. And I only had to kick one person this week. It was this morning. I felt bad for the guy, but he, he was a 10-year-old who had about literally about 200 warnings before he finally got kicked. Poor Matt. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, what's a nice email? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the whole thing about the guilds. <laughs> There's so much drama going on with that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we stay out of that. Just to make that clear, if anyone wants to know, admins stay out of guild drama. Unless it turns into being, you know, server briefing. Yep. If it's a server <clears throat> issue, we get involved. And you don't want the admins to get involved. Someone's going to not be very happy at the end of that. Yeah, you... It's best to, to not bug us about server issues. It was annoying as hell. Yeah, I had guilt. just opened up my new dungeon. I was so happy about it and said, hey, I'll give nine or ten bricks of diamond if someone can beat this dungeon tonight. One person showed up because the whole guilds were in this whole drama bickering and fighting. and ugh, I almost had to jump in on that. Yeah, I'm thinking about making amends with the Miners Guild just to, just to give it a break for a while. <laughs> Good. Maybe if y'all make amends, you could try to win a few of these dungeons that we have built for you. Yeah, that's another thing. The server's got everything for everybody. So if you don't want to, if you don't, if you don't want to deal with the guild drama, stay away from the guilds. Plain, plain and simple. Our next email, Fred. Yes, Brillopad wrote. I needed to vent one thing real quick. Mods are not exploits. Mods are a modification to the game code. There is no way to ride a dragon or have a backpack using traditional sidesteps in the game to exploit them in a way that is beneficial to you. Somebody modified the game code to allow you to do these things. Call them what they are, please. Once again, no mods or exploits, unless all mods are exploits. That being said, I hope to join in the build of the week. It sounds fun. And sorry for freaking out about the whole exploit thing. It was just bugging the crap out of me. Dave, you ready? Set. Oh man! Ready? Can I take off my leash? You ready, ready? for this? Set. Go. This? Only Siths deal in absolutes. All right. I just had to say that. First off, <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying no mod is an exploit unless all mods are an exploit is like saying, you know, if you carry a stick, you're carrying a gun. No, that's that's not the same thing. Saying that is the Oh my god, I don't even know where to start. So we're not even going to deal with that. First off, it sa- he says one thing in this, this to us. Mods are not exploits. And I'd like to say one particular thing. Unless it was made by Mojang, it's not a part of the game and should be considered an exploit in some way. Every mod, even server mods, though the ones we use in the server are only there for convenience... And, you know, being able to track things going on, they are an exploit. And I don't I'd like know, to say... Dave. I, I think I would argue that mods fall into one of two categories. They're either exploits or they're add-ons. Yeah. Well, no. No. There's a big difference, and it's obvious where the line is... No, is you're wrong. Lost. You're wrong. Okay. Joe, sit down. Joe, take it. I'm take it, Joe. Here. No. <laughs> no. I'm actually kind of siding with it, Dave. If it gets to a point where you're able to do something with the game that's not originally considered normal by the basis of the original game, it's considered cheating. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mods aren't exploits. They're either there for convenience or they're to help you cheat. So you get to pick one or the other. Now, riding a dragon, you're not meant to fly. That's a cheat. Having a backpack, you already have an inventory. Having a backpack is a cheat. You'll never see those on our server. One of the biggest things I like to point out is the X-Ray. There's an X-Ray mod. There's an X-Ray texture pack. That's a cheat because it puts you ahead, Like especially on a multiplayer instance. It allows you to instantly go past one of the major game mechanics of having to 
dig a huge mine to find the ore and the minerals and the materials on your own. Using this exploit allows you to go down there and get... I caught one person on the server using this exploit because he found literally 26 diamonds in 15 minutes. That's a cheat. When everyone else on the server can't find five in five days. That's an exploit. And that, sh- that, that should never be allowed. I mean, Completely if agree. it's... Now, people are saying in the chat, like, you know, ender chests are basically backpacks. But you know what? Those are written in by Mojang. Those are an official update. That's something that they're putting in. The second they let me ride a dragon, I'll be riding my dragon mount. Until then, guess what? It's an exploit. Something that lets you do something outside of the normal realm of the game is a huge exploit. We're cutting on the exploit curve here by even allowing y'all to have the warps. That's just for convenience, though. But really, that's kind of an exploit. We Being able to just hop across the server. We use the exploits on our server that we allow because we run a server for convenience of our players, for a better server environment. And we like to keep the playing field even for our players so that everyone... It's a, like I said, it's an even playing field. Everyone can have their fun. If someone's exploiting and cheating, it causes a lot of grief and issues on the server. So we don't allow certain things. We, and yeah, Doug can be considered a grief, but he's one of our, <laughs> our fun griefs. Um, he's one of the, the the server mysteries. We love it. So I think that pretty much covers that. Unless, Fred, do you want to counter-argue at all? Oh. I just disagree that all of them are considered exploits because I think the ones that are convenience only are just add-ons to the game. Some people will and argue, though, if, if you say it like that, Fred, that the X-ray is a convenience. No, that's a definite exploit because that gives you a competitive advantage over everybody else that's in the exactly game. That's exactly what I wanted to hear you say. So that's basically what we're agreeing on. If the modification in any way gives you a competitive advantage over where anyone else not using those mods would be, then... It's a cheat. Exactly. It's an exploit. But, for instance, like, the mini-map, that's an add-on. That just makes a little mini-map for you. You know, I don't have that installed because I just, that doesn't settle right with me. It takes the place of having to make a map. Right. I use a map, though. Mm -hmm. So, I just, I I don't see a reason to have that when I already have a map. But that's just me. That's, That's where my line is drawn. And this is something that we've gone over in Skyrim off the record. We've, you gotta fight, figure out for you, where your line is. Where do you consider something being exploiting the game? And where do you consider something being just a convenience? Yeah, Mizro uh, Snow basically says uh, server mods like the teleports and the lock chests are mods. They're there to improve the play experience for the players. And it gives everybody an equal playing field. Just like uh, Grief Alert, when people are doing stuff that's uh, deconstructive to the server when it alerts you that that's going on I consider that to be an add-on because it's not actually changing the game but it's making it easier for the admins to do their job well it is a matter of viewpoint Mr. Snow but when it comes to our server our viewpoints will count <laughs> <laughs> oh man but on your own game you can exploit and cheat to your heart's content doesn't change what it is though alright our next email Dan okay we've got an email from Manny. He wrote, Hey guys, thanks to, thank you today for the great and great powerful odds for my ability to buy cows from the signpost. Thanks. My next project will be a shine, shrine to you on, the, on a deserted island. P.S. Keep up the good work. Oh, and Joe, what is the main hook for the intro music to the Minecraft off the record? 
That is the jam. <laughs> the hook, the hook piece on the end of the tail end of the of the uh, intro is actually two pieces of music. And for purposes, I'm not gonna tell them over the air. <laughs> um, I just would like to say, in response to Manny, I did have to teleport out to him because he was starving. He didn't have any cows out where he was. He was out in the middle of nowhere, like you couldn't even see land from his island. So I put a, a little sign up. But I do want to tell Manny, and don't be mad at me, but I totally overcharged him for his cows on that <laughs> Compared island. Compared to what we have on the main In comparison server. to what we have them, yeah. We have them in the, my inn in the medieval uh, city. I have them charging there for less, but, you know, I did have to go out of my way and make a home call, so they are a little bit up in price. But he has the option now to get them, so that's awesome. Yeah, we do. Why didn't you do like you did for me, Dave, and just give him a bunch of free cows inside of his house? <laughs> because he's actually willing to pay for them. You wouldn't. Be. We try to be as helpful as possible on the server to you guys. We just don't do like TP me, TP me here, TP me this here, and do this for me, do that for me. It's because that would just drive us insane. So when it's something that's that's critical, like that poor guy was out there in the middle of nowhere, had no way of getting food. Glad to help him. Dave did perfect by doing that. Um, we like doing that kind of stuff for you guys. It's it's what we do for the uh, the server. Like today, we had an issue where my computer blue screen last night, so the server got changed when the it got rebooted this morning. Um, so I had to go in there and pre- create a new portal from the spawn point to the main dome. And what I did for those players who were relying on the original spawn point to get to where they were living, is I took and I made a portal in the telesphere to that old spawn point. So they have a way of getting back there now. And it will So every time the server like goes down like that it changes where the default spawn point Not is. Not every time. Well, On a critical failure like that no. it can change it. The yeah, the problem is is that it, it sometimes has to recalculate where everything's being plotted and if the if the spawn point gets recalculated by somebody destroying it or the server freaking out and needing to re-update, it'll reset the spawn point to a random location, so it's just a pain in the butt. <laughs> I, I try to see every time if someone tells me, well, the spawn point changed, I'll go over there, I'll kill myself, spawn there, and spend the next 30 to 45 minutes building a new teleport from there to the main portal for people. So, anyway, our next email is from Calm Commando, and he wrote in, I met you a few months ago on the server, which one of us? And that was the coolest thing ever. Well, we were glad to meet you, sir. However, after establishing a good house and made some gear, I was griefed. All my stuff was gone. But after listening to your show, I want to be back on. Is there any good way to protect my stuff, and how can I find materials? Thanks. Awesome, guys. I think he's confused, because he says a few months ago, I believe that was Joe that destroyed everything you had. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, all my stuff was gone. Ours too, buddy. (laughs) Um, We have a protection system on our server that allows you to lock your chests, your doors, and other items. We do we did find an exploit on the server for locked doors that people have been found an exploit to get into your locked door. We found a way to fixing that though. If you double up your door, that exploit will no longer people work. Can't get in. Yeah. Just put it one door and then immediately in front of it put another door and you're good. Uh, the um, chests there are no known exploits and cannot be broken into. Except for from admins, but we will never steal from players. Only add. Well, I may. Well, Dave might. <laughs> Make sure if you do the double door thing, too, that you lock both of the doors to you. Yes. 
Also, on top of what was just said there, I, it says in the email that you were griefed. Um, we've added a lot of new anti-griefing uh, add-ons recently. So if you are griefed on our server, tell us immediately. Because the quicker you tell us when you were griefed, the more easy it'll be to check and see, you know, who griefed where and If you hadn't logged in in four or five days and you're telling us now, there's no way we're going to be able to help you. And in most cases, if we find that your chest was not locked and it was stolen from, we're not going to help you guys. Sorry. you got to take the initiative to lock your stuff. And we have the commands up on minecraftoffthrecord.com on our server page. They're there. They're easy to use. Use them. If some, and if you just ask in the server chat, people will be able to tell you how to lock your stuff. Yeah. Oh, we have a ton of friendly people on the server that would be glad to help you out. I still always see new people coming on and everyone else kind of like jumping at the jumping at the chance to show everybody around. And it's cool times. So, I mean, yeah, just come back on the server. There's always people to help you out, find places to live, materials, that kind of stuff. Like I said, there's a ton of land available. Not always right in the main area because that's been people are building on that quite a bit. But if you go out a little ways and take different portals, you can find plenty of open land. And I'm always building new land all over the place. So just uh, explore and have fun. That's what the server's about. I haven't been to the main area in a while. Do we have anybody settling in the underground anymore? No. Yeah, people oh, really? have been going back in oh, there. Nice. Yes, I recommend it. If you're looking for a good place to dig, head straight to the sphere. Right on the other side of the entrance to the sphere is the entrance to the underground. And man, if you want to have a, some great dig sites, that's the place to start. Uh, yeah, Miz in the chat room is basically saying that uh, he helped me build that new mountain island. It came out really cool. All right, uh, Dave, I want you to get the next email, buddy. Sorry, it's a long one. All right. Oh, it's fine. I love reading. Anywho. Um, this one says, Hey, Joe, Dan, Fred, and Dave. This is from Viper. Says, I never played Minecraft before it came out on Xbox 360, and I was only one of the day one buyers because a friend of mine forced me into buying the game. Even though I don't know barely anything about it, I was happy to buy it simply because it has multiplayer. And wow, am I glad I bought it because... It only took a few hours for me to become a completely addicted. Now, this is basically the only game I play. Not even being able to tear myself away from it to play my collector's edition of Diablo 3. It it has, unfortunately, been frustrating me quite a bit, though, lately. Like, after I accidentally placed TNT next to a few of my chests and blew them up, causing the contents of the chest to scatter all over the place. Then about five seconds later, it started raining and my Xbox froze, cause causing me to lose seven hours of gameplay. About two hours after this occurred, I just decided to buy the computer version, and I have every intention of joining the QGN server after I get a little bit of more feel for the controls. After listening to every episode of the podcast several times, I am extremely eager to try the labyrinth and the dungeons. I also have a few ideas for a house that I plan to make on your server. But I must say, after thinking that the structures I made on the Xbox world were completely epic and then seeing the structures currently on your server, I am slightly intimidated. But hopefully that will change once I start building. All in all, I can't wait to die 10 million times trying to complete these dungeons. Keep up with the awesome work with the amazing podcast. I can't wait to watch you die 10,000 times. Or 10 million <laughs> times. It's so funny. I mean, that's why we have only two people that have beaten those dungeons currently, or two of the dungeons. 
the uh, third remains unbeaten. Because you don't count anymore, Mr. T- trial Admin. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, you know, now uh, that you bring that up, has has Will beaten any of them? Do you know? No. I don't think so. I don't think Will's tried him. Oh, he needs to. Will's an admin, isn't yeah. he? I don't think but he, he can take himself off admin. Does it mean that you weren't off of... See, the thing also, combat that means that takes you off of that ranking is that you were there as I built every single room, testing every single room several, several, several times. On top of that, you were still in god mode according to your your um, server, your, your personal file. So, you don't count. (laughs) (laughs) You know, from the accident that they described in this email, accidentally placed TNT next to a few chests and blew them up. Were these the kind of accidents you had when you first started playing, Joe? When I first played with with (laughs) TNT, yes. I have blown up my chest before. (laughs) (laughs) This also got me to thinking... Since they were talking about they went from the Xbox version to the PC version and trying to get comfortable with the controls, I wonder if eventually they're going to patch the PC version to support an Xbox controller. Ah, uh, maybe. I know there's there's what there's controllers you can get that you can set key bindings to. I I actually do that. I have that on my computer. I can totally use my mouse with my uh, 360 controller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I bought a program for like ten bucks that lets me do that too. So needless to but say, I like. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I like games like Skyrim where you just plug in the controller and it works like it would on a console. I and hope they, they include that. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Well, Miz, um, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but uh, you had an unfair advantage. I did tell you you didn't qualify. Anyway, thank you for the email, Viper, and don't be intimidated by anything on that server, man. Just come on there and have fun. That's it. Uh, we have a couple more emails to go through. We have quite a bit to go through today. <laughs> I'm giving this next one to Fred. This one comes from Moslap. Hey again, off the recorders. First of all, to the admin who turned into a ghast inside my house. <laughs> thank you for making me literally pee You're a welcome. little. <laughs> I've been on the server all week, and I just want to say it's fantastic. Everyone here is so friendly. And the griefing is very, very minute. minute. As far as I can see, keep up the good work and hope to see great things out of the server. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, Mo, that was me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you did that to him yeah. too? Oh, uh, I totally turned into a ghast inside of his house and was throwing eggs at him. <laughs> I was me though. I did. I turned into a ghast in front of somebody and started, and I, I took out a my bow. And had fire arrows on, was throwing fire arrows at people. <laughs> Purposely oh, missing him. I was missing him on purpose. I saw on the build-off server, people are afraid of Will just because his default character skin looks like a blue creeper. That's They're like, awesome. what is that? He, he's, a, he's a blue creeper with a smiley face. All right. Dan, get the last email, buddy. Okay, this email came to us from Mickey S. And he wrote, Hey, guys, my name is Mickey. Recently... I went through a very emotional move. I have been with you guys since the early days of Skyrim Off the Record, and your shows helped me cope with all the difficulties and sadness. So I just want to say thank you so much. You helped me more than you guys can know. P.S. I apologize for not emailing you guys well before now. First of all, I would like to say, McKay, that I'm glad that I can help. I really am, man. Your email touched us, and... We, we love hearing that we help people. I mean, 
we do this for you guys. This is what, why we do it. Um, we don't make any money at it. We do this because we love to do it. And that right there is vindication for us for doing this. That's one of the main reasons we put out shows is to entertain the fans. And it's always heartwarming to hear that we touch somebody's life like that. And we hope everything is going much better for you, McKay. Uh, Fred, why don't you go over the news? Well, Diablo Off the Record recorded episode 7 this week, and Dave was on it, so that's enough reason to listen to it. And he's changing the show notes on me. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not reading that, Dave. Okay, okay. Elder Scrolls Off the Record released two episodes this week, including episode 27.5, which covered Dawn Guard and the Elder Scrolls Online, from the information that was released at E3 this week. Star Wars Off the Record released episode 12.5 this week. Had great coverage from E3, including a new Star Wars game that's upcoming. Our live record times are as follows. Minecraft Off the Record will be back at 7 p.m. on Sunday. Star Wars Off the Record, 7 p.m. on Mondays. Elder Scrolls Off the Record, 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. And Diablo, off the record, moved to 6 p.m. on Fridays. That's all Eastern time. Yes, and we'd love for you to join us in our chat room. Stay tuned. We'll give you the live stream information at the end of the show. All right, Dan, you're up. Give us those five-star reviews, buddy. Okay, from the U.S. of A., we have Shaky98, Kickler1896, Gary J., CPNPS. And from the U.K., we have Kenpachi Carnage. Those. Thank you all for writing those reviews. How and dare you we... practice those and make it sound good? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, practice. Well, all my fun away. Do. I didn't I practice. Do. If it makes you feel better, Dan, read that last one again. Kenpachi Carnage. It's actually Kenpachi, and it's from Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! That make you I feel better, I, I Joe? I thought I got it perfect. I thought I got it absolutely perfect, but no. Zaraki Kenpachi. <laughs> okay, then. Our final thoughts is I can't wait to go back into the build server. I have a castle design in mind, and I'm going to be building more land, and I have a new labyrinth in designing as of right now, but don't expect to see that one even start to be built for a few weeks to come. So, uh, final thoughts, Fred. My final thoughts are I can't wait for Joe to start building his castle and me to enable Doug and let him go play oh, with Joe. Geez. <laughs> I I just can't wait for this for this build off. It's gonna be so much fun getting in there and building with my good friend Kamaro. It's gonna be so much fun. Uh what are you doing? Your fourth chair this episode. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. The thing is though, Dan will not be judged on this. Kamaro will be judged as well, but Dan will be in, in full survival because he's not an admin. So he'll be in full survival like everybody else, but his name will not be on it if Kamaro places. Kamaro will be though. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dan no. can win nothing. I just, I, I my final thoughts is more of like a question, um, Joe. So I'm not allowed to make like a whip and chains dungeon in the bottom of my my castle. Oh, or are we good I for that? We were teaming up on that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So in other words, I should ask: Am I allowed to make a whip and chains <laughs> dungeon in the bottom of your our castle? castle? Yes. Oh, okay. Really? All right. Liz, I need pictures. I almost spit my Mountain Dew out, you turd. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Dave, how about you send us off with how to reach us, buddy? I would love to. All right, guys. If you want to reach us or any of our shows, go to questgamingnetwork.com. This one specifically, minecraftoffthericord.com. You can catch a lot of our great information from there. You can send us an email straight to us, minecraftoffthericord at gmail.com. Now, as always, we record Minecraft Off The Record Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on our live stream channel found at www.livestream.com slash thequestshow. In-game, if you want to hop on our server, which I believe you can find at minecraftofftherecord.com, yeah. you go to and uh, grab the, the, the IP address, hop in. If you want to talk to Joe, he's at Widget. If you want to talk to Fred, he's at Vermerse. If you want to talk to me, I'm at D-W-M-T-E-R-Y, D-W-M-Terry. If you want to talk to Dan or kill him and receive his bounty, he's at Boontini. You can also reach all of us on Twitter on for Minecraft off the record. Go to at Minecraft O-T-R. That's all one word, Minecraft O-T-R. Quick, Joe. Wait, sorry to interrupt. Out of all of our shows we do, Minecraft OTR has the least amount of followers, and yet we have the coolest fans. What's the deal here? They are so vocal. I love getting emails from y'all because you always have something funny to say. <laughs> awesome, awesome group of fans. Another another uh, Twitter, Joe. You can reach Joe at author J.R. Wilson. That's all one word, author J.R. Wilson. Fred Woodley, you can reach him at... Gorthinolor. I know it sounds like a, a mouthful. That's G-O-R-T-H-Y-N-O-L-L-U-R. You can reach me, Dave Adams, at Dianforce. <laughs> D-I-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-E-N-F-O-R-S-
You can pleasure your ears, you can have a great talk, you can have everything you want. Player, are you listening to me? I say player. What do you want to be? I say player. You can make up your dreams, but you got to know this one thing. No man can ever grief, I say player. Put your grief on the shelf like widgets on MCOT or you won't get withdrawal symptoms. It's called MCOTR. Download from iTunes now. MCOTR. They have everything that you need to enjoy. You can hang out with other players. It's called MCOTR. Download from iTunes now. MCOTR.